Hey, Mr. Ham, how are you doing, sir? Dude, I am great. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to be live here in Two Mind Studios again. <laughs> Indeed. It's been a minute. Yeah. I don't get over this way nearly enough, I tell you. Yeah. It, and it seems like I have worked my tail off for the last like few weeks. Uh, you know, basically, you know, getting up in the morning at like six o'clock in the morning and then heading out, getting back in, sometimes as late as seven or eight o'clock at night. So, yeah. Oh, I hear you. It's fun stuff, but I've got a good tan, though. So that's nice. nice. Been out in the sun. <laughs> nice. I'm working on mine a little bit as well. Cool. It's been hot enough, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's, yeah, crazy. I was actually glad to see the rain coming in because, dude, cool it down a little bit. Walked across the yard the other day and it felt like, I, it sounded like like crunching under my feet. And I'm like, like, you know what? This grass is green, but it's not acting like it. <laughs> yeah, mine's brown and it, it sounded like you're walking across a somebody threw a bag of potato chips out all over your yard and you're <laughs> yeah. walking on it the neighbor you know he went and, and like mowed his yard the other day and I, and like he he mows his like really 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 short and i was like oh dude it's gonna be like 100 degrees for the next three or four days and i thought well i guess that's one way of not having to mow your grass anymore but because <laughs> i'm sure uh-huh. he killed at least half of his lawn but oh well it'll recover <laughs> grass is grass is pretty hardy it comes back pretty fast yeah good old kentucky weather we gotta love it oh yeah Oh yeah. So what's new? Uh, not a whole lot, you know, uh, trying to think we, we, uh, I'm sure there's a bunch and I'm just forgetting it on the spot. We are getting ready to take a trip. Uh, we're going to go to not the big, huge one. We're going to a Legoland discovery center. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a smaller one. Yeah. It's not the big theme park with, with the, you know, big coaster rides and all that it's a it's a it's like all I th- i'm pretty sure it's all indoor yeah because that'll be nice given the heat yeah and, we've, and we're going south so it's we've been be to the hunting. one um there at um i think it's called disney springs they're in on the disney complex they've got a a, a Le- i think it's a lego discovery and it doesn't have rides or anything but it's a massive building where you can go in and build you can buy you can just it's it's just a lot of fun yeah this one has a build package you can get where you can uh do like a class and build yep. something. They've got a couple of little things like a, a VR experience ride oh, cool. that you can do. Yeah. <clears throat> but they don't have like, like there's one in Florida, California and New York, I think where they've got like big coasters and everything. And this oh, is not uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I've not been to anything like that. Uh, this is just a, a little Lego land experience. So thought that'd cool. be fun for the kids. Yep. And then uh, we're going to go to uh, a big aquarium <clears throat> very nice yeah the uh georgia aquarium uh if i'm not mistaken it's the at least it's the only aquarium in the south east united states that has whale sharks oh very cool so, yeah they've got three whale sharks in there and i'm pretty sure they have the largest tank in the, in the country for the nice. for those sharks very nice and yeah they got a lot of cool stuff they got beluga whales and they do a dolphin show where like, you can go and watch them do tricks and stuff so we're gonna go do all that with the kids we went on our honeymoon so if you've heard me talk about that before that's why but uh we thought it'd be nice to take the kids and, and let them experience it so very cool very cool i'd like to take penelope to something like that i think she would enjoy the aquarium we took her whenever she was really really young but i'm sure she doesn't remember any of that so um i'd like to take her back to the aquarium at some point Oh yeah, I'm. Dude, our kids love it. Like we take them almost every year to either uh, 
the one up by Cincinnati. Newport. Newport. Yeah. Or we'll go to the Ripley's Aquarium. Yeah. Ripley's is where we went, uh, where we took her. And like I say, it was it was a few years ago. Uh, I think she she may not have been, she may have been like one, maybe two at the most. But yeah, she had fun. I, I, I mean, seeing the fish and all the, the colorful everything that's moving so much, uh, she, she enjoyed that. So I, I'm sure she would still enjoy it now. So. But yeah, that sounds like a a good trip for sure. Yeah, yeah just something to do. Uh, we're uh, with my work being unpredictable at the moment. It's been hard to plan like a big family trip. So yeah, this was just something small that we thought we could <clears throat> a couple of day trip to to go do. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna have to wait until fall to do anything like that because where I'm doing this whole business thing and I'm the only one that's doing it. I've got a couple of obligations that are, right. you know, every day. So basically I, I can't necessarily just take off and leave. So I think maybe fall break ish, we may try to do something. I don't know exactly what, but we, we may try to take off and go somewhere. Right on. Yep. 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 So since we've sat down, we had, yeah. we, uh, I took the kid to the, the, the dead and company show which was oh, yeah. flipping awesome. Um, so she is like certified little hippie now, like oh. completely certified. She's like handing out stickers to people. She was dancing with the hippies. I mean, dude, she had a blast at that show. It was pretty oh. awesome. And she stayed up and was going like nonstop through the whole <laughs> thing. So was like, now, were the people upset a couple hours later when they didn't get the trip off the stickers? Or? No, no. I think they were just happy that the, this little, this cute little hippie was walking around handing out stickers. They would put them on their like cheek. That was because she had one on her cheek, so they would take and peel it and, and put it on their cheek. So there was people running around like crazy with like little hearts and peace symbols and stuff like that on their cheeks. That was it was pretty cool. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I've noticed uh, I've noticed the new accoutrement. In in the uh, studio here, and yeah. uh, it's it's really nice, dude. Awesome, it's, it Thanks. looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked up a, a a tour poster for the the entire tour, which is you know the one that 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 has all the dates on it. And then of course the the one for the specific show that we went to at Riverbend um, this year. And I didn't know this, but like whenever I saw the the, the poster, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, a flying pig with with bears on it, and. Um, I, I didn't realize like what the connection was because they always do something that's connected to the city. Um, so Cincinnati has a marathon called the Flying Pig Marathon that people you know people run every year, and there's in various places around the city there's statues or like little uh, I guess you'd say statues of flying pigs. Oh, kind of like our fish or whatever yeah that's up in lexington yeah no here we've got like little fish here yeah yeah and then the horses in lexington yeah yeah so yeah that's that's kind of their thing up there so this year they did they did the flying pig and it's got the bears riding riding on that and i was like that's kind of cool because they always seems like they do something with the river up there like a couple years back it was the skeleton on a on a river boat um last year it was like a a boat that looked like a vw bus and i've actually got that poster over there as well um and but this year they did something different that wasn't necessarily river related, which was nice because I mean River Bend is kind of the, the thing. And then I got a poster that I had been looking for for a long time. Right. Um, it's the 2019 um, summer tour poster, the one with the butterflies, the Emic poster. Dude, that it's hard to come by. That one's one that's really hard to come by, and I got it for a 
really, really, really good price. And nice. I am super stoked to have it. Did you get it at the show or did you? No, no I had to, I had to find it like aftermarket. You know? Oh, okay. But I mean, it's a numbered original with a signed numbered original. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, yeah. I just thought maybe somebody there had like a couple extras and they were like trying to, you know, yeah. like, like collectors do They'll They'll be like, well, I've got four butterfly posters, but I need, I need this, whatever yeah. one. Yeah. And maybe I don't know if maybe you did some horse trading or no. And a lot of times they'll have stuff like that, especially like, um, okay. So outside the venue of any dead and company show or grateful dead show, they have what they call shakedown street, which is the vendors. I oh, mean, okay. so basically it's, it's just a big loop, you know, typically of, of vendors that are, that set up outside the venue. And you'll find posters and shirts and pens and, and books and just all kinds of stuff that people have either made or they've bought and, and they sell and trade and stuff like there. And you can find stuff like that occasionally, but you know, something like that, those, there was only like, I want to say 9,000 of those posters made. So they're fairly rare. Um, right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it was definitely a good find. Right on. Yeah. That's all I've been doing big stuff with the family and everything uh i have uh like i talked about the last time we recorded uh been experimenting with streaming live streaming on twitch and it looks um, amazing dude oh, I, well thank you yes I appreciate and that. sounds good too yeah. thank you thank you i try uh i try the wife amazing hooked me up with an awesome microphone yeah for the, my computer setup way better than what i had before uh great great mic. um so I got to credit her with the good sound. So okay, uh, tell me a little bit about. I mean, I've watched you play. I've I've, I've logged on and, and oh yeah, of, and I appreciate it. And so the game, mm-hmm. the game is called SnowRunner. I've streamed that one, yeah, and uh, another game called It Takes Two. But uh, yeah, SnowRunner, and I've seen It, it Takes Two. But SnowRunner is yeah. the one that I've seen you play. So yeah. this is a a big rig type or a a trucking kind of a, a game, right? Yeah, I guess the closest thing I could compare it to if somebody has seen it is Euro Truck Simulator, but it's nothing like that, really. Yeah. Uh, so you, the game is also included on Game Pass, if anybody's interested. If you've got Microsoft Game Pass, it, you can play it on that. Um, but basically, you uh, launch the game, you have contracts, which advance the campaign. Okay. And then you have tasks, which are ways to earn extra money and stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, the contracts are like infrastructure basically on the map, usually, um, like build a bridge or help us construct an oil rig or something like that. Every, every map is different in right. that regard. Uh, well, some of them have the same, but it, there's something different usually on every map. Like on one map, you're trying to restore a railroad line okay, so that they can reestablish the railroad so you're delivering ties or you're delivering well you have to yeah, it's complicated yeah. yeah it's yeah but yeah you there's some where you have to like rebuild the the stop station okay and then there's other ones where you actually have to lay the track pieces yeah and it, it's it, it just depends right uh one of the maps you're helping to uh, reestablish uh, a launch pad for a space shuttle oh that's cool and then that's in my opinion that's the coolest at the end of that one <clears throat> they you actually get a cinematic of them launching the space shuttle. Oh, nice. as, as, it's pretty cool. Uh but the the core of the game is as you advance you can get typically speaking you can get better and more improved trucks and then you can upgrade those trucks with bigger engines, better tires, that kind of stuff and that's the game really is you're just trying to build the trucks up. Okay, and then, so something too that I've I, that from what I've watched, right. it's almost like everything that you're doing is off-road. 
Like it yeah. is rough territory that you're going there. You're taking these trucks or is there anything like highway stuff or is it always off road stuff in the early maps? There's a lot more highways okay. because your trucks aren't as well equipped. Okay. Okay. So when you start off, it's mostly highway because the trucks are not really capable of a lot of off road right. stuff. But yeah, the further you go, the more off-road, the more mud, the more deep water, snow, ice. I was say, and, and I mean, that terrain is rough. Some of the stuff yeah. is like rocky and like you're up yeah. and over mountains. And yeah. And the number of times, if, if you're an easily frustrated person, it's not the game for you. <laughs> you are going to flip your truck over. Your cargo is going to fall off. You're going to have to do a lot of work to get your truck back right and get the cargo reloaded. And, but I heard that I, I play it because as frustrating as it is, it's, it's a, chill game yeah yeah there's it's like, not it's like not, a high action or something right it's, it's just, not like call of duty or something like that yeah. where you're constantly just a go 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 aggressive right like you can just lay back and i listen to chill music when i'm playing uh, you know but that's the game really that's cool. just you 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 build up improve your trucks it's a lot of slow pace like you're not going to be flying down the road like you're usually going I was going to say you're half or a quarter of the speed that your truck can possibly go just because the terrain's so rough and you got to worry about flipping over and rolling your truck or getting yeah. stuck or whatever. So you just got to be really careful about the routes you choose and the paths you take. And that's cool. That's cool. And like I say, fun. and it looks beautiful as far as like the graphics go. It's, 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 yeah, it's really a nice looking game. Yeah. And especially on the new map, uh, which the new map, they had some issues with the Xbox one, uh, but they got that patch now. Uh, yeah. But because they introduced a lot of new stuff, uh, like neon lights. Oh yeah. So before they just had lights or no lights, and now they've got like purple lights and green lights and yellow lights and orange lights and like that. And light, Xbox those lighting, One didn't like that. Well, their implementation of it, something was causing issues uh, with the older hardware. Yeah. So they just, I mean, it's fixed now. Yeah. They just had to patch it, and everything's good now. Cool. Uh, but yeah, and. It's, it's just like I've played it a lot and I really do enjoy the game. And, but on the streaming experience, I got to say, I feel pretty good. I haven't had a lot of big help from another streamer or whatever. Like right. all the stuff I've done has just been me reaching out to friends basically and saying, Hey, you know, if you get it, if you get a minute, I'm streaming, pop in, say hi. Yeah. And I'm about halfway right now to reaching my affiliates. Okay. Goal. What is, what is affiliates? So again, I'm, I'm completely lost when it comes to Twitch right, and stuff right. like that. Uh, so if you stream, you can stream all you want and it's fine. Uh, but if you want to actually try to make some money, yeah. you have to be either an affiliate or a partner. Okay. And the lowest level you can get is affiliate. And that's okay. all I'm going for. Cause I'll never be able to do it enough to get partner. Okay. But it requires certain metrics. So like you have to have a certain number of followers and you have to average a certain number of viewers over so many hours of streaming. Ah, okay. And so you have to average three viewers over the entire stream of a month. Like however many hours you stream, your average has to be three viewers. Okay. <clears throat> Which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're starting off, it's hard to get people to tune in because oh, yeah. most people only go to channels that people are already watching. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Those are the ones that are promoted and, well, are, and they and, pop up, you know, quick. Well, so. yeah. And they're figuring, well, a lot of people watch this guy. He must be good. Like he, right. he's either good at the game or entertaining or something. And if you don't have a lot of viewers, you must not be good because nobody's watching you. That's kind of the mentality. 
not necessarily that, hey, this is new. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, over my last several streams, my average viewers is at like 2.4, okay. which is really good. Yeah. And my followers, you have to get 50. And to, you're to be you affiliate. like almost 30 or something. Well, you? I'm at 24. So I'm like almost halfway. Okay. Uh, but I feel like I'm doing pretty good with it and I'm having fun doing it right now. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm just trying to do it as something to pick up like an extra 15 or 20 bucks a month. Maybe like oh, I'm yeah. not trying to turn it into a career. Yeah. But it's just something to do for fun that I enjoy. I'm going to play the game anyway. So, so if I can well play the it. game and interact with people <laughs> and, you know, maybe pick up a little bit of money on the side. Why not? Yeah, it's a win, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and uh, my buddy, uh, Mr. Baker, that's provide helped us with our artwork for our logo. Yep, he's offered to help me make my uh, like emotes and badges and stuff. Oh yeah, for my Twitch channel. Cool. So that's one of the things. If people subscribe to you, they get your emotes and your sub badges, and that's and they awesome. don't have to watch ads on your channel. Like, that's the big thing. Like, people sub because if they're watching you, they don't have to watch ads. Okay. And Twitch forces ads. So, like, you can't. Ah. Like, as as a streamer, I can't say don't play ads on my channel. Yeah. Like, Twitch is just like, no, we're playing ads because that's, that's how we how, make money. That's how they make their money. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if somebody <laughs> subs to you, you get part of that and Twitch gets part of that. And cool. so, they, they use that, that covers their ad costs. So, they don't show ads to the people that sub. Nice. But anyway, that's how all that works. Uh, and I'm having fun doing it. So yeah, if anybody listens to this and they want to check me out on Twitch, it's twitch.tv forward slash CL4YWELL. That's it. That's my channel. Stop by. Give me a follow. Hit, you know, say hi and chat, hang yeah. out. Um, I'd appreciate it. Yeah. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. I understand. Twitch is definitely something that's not for everybody. A hundred percent. I get it. Like I said, I I had never really done any of that. Like I'd been over at your place and and you had had it going with certain, you know, other things. Right. And I was always like, you know what? That's just like, I don't understand why anybody would sit and just want to watch other people game. But then I sat and watched you play this game and I was like, man, is he going to make it across the, is he going to do it across the river there? Is he going to get turned? And I'm like, it's almost kind of like watching sports or something. I'm not going to go right. out and play basketball or football, but. I could watch it on television. Right. I may not necessarily sit down and play the game, but it looks really cool. And, and it was like that. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of an, an awesome little thing. So, and it's something, you know, when I was younger, like I would go to a friend's house and sit on the oh, couch beside him and watch him play, you know, or dude, I'm and telling so you, it's that same kind of thing. I, so. Whenever I was a kid, the, the big thing was of course, Mario, that was the big, right. the big ones that came out. Right. So, um, I can remember when Mario two and three came out cause my neighbors ended up with those games right. and I sat and watched for hours on the end. Cause I, I never got a controller cause that was their new game. So, right. <laughs> but that was, Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing, only we're just yeah. doing it online versus sitting in someone's living room. Yeah, and now, you know, with the pandemic and all that stuff, and yeah, it's more remote. Like, you know, a couple of years ago, school was all remote and everything. Yeah. So, you know, that just, it's another way that you can interact with people. Another connection. And yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, for me, it's just trying to find a creative outlet because uh, I feel like that's important. Art, music, like you play music, that's yeah. Yeah. And, and you do very well with that. Well, I appreciate like, that. Like, uh, I love sitting and listening to you play. And, uh, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> I, so. Hey, you, you can as well. I did do, I did something. On, we'll talk about this, I guess, a little later, but um, I made a purchase and I cannot wait for it to get here. But it'll be here. It's actually sitting at UPS right now and I can't go get it because they're closed. Oh. So 
I, I know it's there. Um, I bought an, a, a new amp. Oh. But it's it's a practice amp, but it's a modeling practice amp called Spark. Oh, I've seen that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Positive Grid is the, the company that makes it. Yeah, and, I've seen those. Um, yeah. You talk about an awesome, awesome, like like the neighbor has one. And right. I went over and played played around with it. And I was like, man, this thing is awesome. Um, and I found one that was um, one of their like limited edition ones. They, they call it the Spark Pearl. It's the white one. Okay. Um, on uh, I, I'm 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 a subscriber to Reverb, and uh, the, it was a company in in California that had a few of them, and they were like, yeah, we're going to sell them, and it was like fifty dollars below market price. So I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to buy one. Oh, nice. It is so. Correct me. It doesn't, or maybe it's an option for that amp, but. Don't they have one or an option to add or something that it's like got a battery in it that yeah, you can play without a, a power source? Yeah, there's a Spark Mini and then the Spark 40. The Spark 40 is what I got. It's the 40 watt you know, okay. plug in. And then the Spark Mini, yeah, it can run off a of battery power. And it's just a small, I think a little 10 watt. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's a different amp. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, they both have like this, they're app based modeling amps. And basically, from what I've gathered, you, you can like, just pull up whatever sound it is that you want. Like, say, I want to sound like John Mayer. And it'll, like, model that amp to sound exactly like his tones. And I'm like, from the videos I've seen and the the, the reviews and things, it's just like, it's spot on. And like I said, I, I messed around with the neighbors just a little bit. Right. It's pretty daggum accurate. So is it, like, crowdsource? Like, yes. somebody sits down yeah, and figures cl- out how there's to... There's a cloud out there that people can upload their own, like... Right. Okay, okay. So, it's, so it's not the company that makes all the effects well, like that's, it's that's just it it is and it isn't so the company has their presets yeah artists also will upload their own so like john mayer may say you know what this is what i use and he'll set everything up and put that out there for people and then of course users can upload their own as well oh, okay. so it's nice. like this massive cloud of, of of data that's out there that's nice yeah I, I cannot awesome. wait. I, I'm looking. I'm super stoked. I'll the next week. I'm going to spend every minute that I'm. I'll probably not see the family. <laughs> oh, they'll hear me, but they, I'll probably won't see them. <laughs> but I, that's, I'm that's looking really forward cool. to it. That's awesome, dude. I'm. I'm excited for you. <laughs> yep. You pair that with your uh, boss pedal over there, and you oh, ought to be able to do anything you want, dude. That I'd, I'd be almost afraid to do that. <laughs> Between what's already there and that, uh, yeah. So does it do guitar effects as well, or just amp modeling? It's guitar effects, yeah. Like so, um, you it has um, you'll have your compressor, your modulation, reverb, your distortion, um, and then the amp itself because it models different amps as well. Right. Um, So you have all these effects that are built into it as well as the amp itself. So yeah, but but it doesn't do stuff like wah and it can. Yes. Okay. Oh, cool. It can flange. It can um, phase. It can, you know, delay or it can. Yeah. And then there's various tone rooms where you can get different reverbs and uh, compressors and condensers and. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's a monster. You'll have to come and check it out. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And not only is it guitar, but it also like you can put a bass to it too. Can you set it for bass? So, Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah. That's kind of rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. The lamp. <laughs> Cause I've heard that can be really bad for the voice coils. If yeah. You... This one is specifically designed for guitar or bass. Oh, nice. So, yeah. 
all right well let's let's go into it um something totally different so we had our big heavy series that we did we're done with that yep um i'm glad i got it off my chest i don't have to think about it as much anymore and i don't have to feel like i need to have an opinion about it as hard uh but uh i'm glad that that's all out of my system so i just thought maybe this time we would just talk about some random crazy stuff yeah uh, just to just to be a little more lighthearted, a yeah. little more laid back. Just kind of more like just a chit chat. Yeah. So a couple of things that I ran across, because like I said, I've been trying to set up this Twitch stream. So I've been looking up, you know, articles on how to use the software, like how to set it up, how to program your mic and your right. vi- video effects and all that stuff, like your scene transitions and how to get your chat to show up and like all the stuff just to make it work. Right. I mean, like you can make it work in a basic fashion, but I wanted it to have a little bit of production value. Right. A little flair. Yeah. A little bit personal to me versus just the bog standard that everybody has. Right. Uh, so, I'll you know, reading all these articles, I kept running across these terms that are, I guess, kind of specific to streaming uh, or or more common in streaming than in other areas of the world. Yeah. And a couple of the things that I kept coming across was people talking about incels. Yeah, I have no clue what that is. And people talking about simps. Totally lost on both of those. Well, so, so was I. And I've been watching Twitch for years. <laughs> and I'm like, what the crap is a in- incel and what is a simp? Like, what does this mean? Like, what are they talking about? So I'm going to uh, go over here and just give you, like, I guess the uh, Wikipedia version of incel okay. first. All right, well, uh, let me let me do simp first because simp is a lot of a a lot smaller thing to talk about. Okay, uh, a simp is basically a person, typically speaking, a man. Okay, who will go way overboard for a streamer specifically because that's where I was running across this stuff uh, or a celebrity personality that they find attractive. Okay. So So, taking it to the nth degree, just like, yeah. So, you know, like there's a popular streamer called sweet Anita, sweet Anita. Yeah. She's awesome. I love her channel. Okay. She, she is a decent looking girl, but she has Tourette's. Okay. Legitimately has Tourette's. Like she has muscle twicks, twicks, muscle twitches and ticks and verbal ticks. Okay. Uh, that she can't control. <clears throat> okay. And a lot of hers are a wink. Like she winks. Yeah. And she whistles. Okay. And she can whistle and sound like that Samsung, that old Samsung tweet. Yes, or, uh, the, the no- text notification that yeah. was default on Samsung phones that do 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 yeah <laughs> yeah you cannot tell the difference between a phone and her oh wow <laughs> like she sounds exactly like it but <laughs> she's kind of attractive and so let's just say we're talking about her okay so there's this guy that goes on her channel and flirts with her and talks to her and she's like oh you know thank you but I have a boyfriend. And then they're like, well, you know, go check your mail because I sent you something. And those, so then she'll like come back in and, 
you know, or, or, uh, they'll just pop in the channel. They'll talk to her a little bit and she's like, Oh, well, thank you. But I'm involved with someone. So, and she does frequently. She tells everybody that she has a boyfriend she's taken. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't lead people on. Right. Right. And somebody will just like bomb a hundred gifted subs in her channel or, or they'll send her a tip for like a thousand dollars. Oh, wow. Okay. And everybody in chat is like, Oh, simp, simp, simp. And you're like, what? And that's what it is. It's just a person who just goes like way overboard trying to impress this celebrity personality. Okay. Um, you know, or and hmm. that's, that's a simp. That's, and it, it doesn't have to be meant typically when it's used, it's about a guy trying to impress a girl, okay. but it could be any, any, it could be a girl simping for a guy or a guy simping for a guy or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's, it's, it's just somebody that goes way overboard trying to okay make a, make an impression. Uh, so that's the first one. And I was just like, it bugged me. I was like, what is a simp? Like, what are these people talking about? And then another one that was always right there with simp was incel. And I'm like, well, what is this? Like the, the same thing, <clears throat> you know, like a, a simp and incel are kind of synonyms. Maybe it's what I was thinking. And uh, no, an incel is like a whole different thing. And there's some incel stuff that just blows my mind. Okay. Like I don't even understand it. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to, you're okay. going to have to break this down. Cause okay. again, I, so, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I just punched my microphone. Apologies. Um, so an incel <clears throat> is like a, a, a contraction, if you will. Okay. So like can't is cannot. Right. Uh, it's an attraction of a person who is involuntarily celibate. <sighs> okay. So they're they're an incel. So we're talking. Um, okay. So I mean, obviously celibate, meaning not having you know sexual relations. Se- sexual relations with anyone. Right. So involuntarily would mean that this person is there's 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 an issue probably. Either they are unattractive or they could be going overboard <laughs> with that. <Well, laughs> okay. so, so the definition is an incel is a member of an online subculture. And I'm getting this from Wikipedia. Uh, it's a member of an online subculture of people who define themselves as unable to have a romantic or sexual partner despite the desire for one. Um, okay. I mean, I can see that happening with. With some, I don't, and I hate to say it this way, but some unattractive people. Right. And it doesn't necessarily, uh, so typically. But it doesn't necessarily have to be an unattractive person for this to apply, right? Well, typically when you're getting to this level of in, of a thing, it's not even their physical appearance. So frequently in these incel discussion boards and forums where these people gather, um, the 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 discussion is often characterized by resentment and hatred like misogyny uh-huh. derogatory statements towards women uh their self-loathing a lot of them are also racists <clears throat> this doesn't um, sound like necessarily good people <laughs> they're the kind of person that feels entitled to have sex like you know I took you to dinner now we go back to my place Ah, yeah. Because I bought you dinner, so you have to have sex with me. Yeah. That's the way it works. That's this transaction. Quid pro quo. Right. And they just don't realize that that's that's not that's not how you do it. Right. Like it's it's 
there's wooing involved. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they, 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 they lack the ability to woo. <laughs> right. And, and the majority incels are male. Okay. I can see that. Heterosexual. Yeah. And white. How come I knew you were going to say that? <laughs> so, um, and they're often extremely angry people. Yeah. So there have been at least documented eight mass murders. Oh my gosh. Resulting in a total of 61 deaths. Because of this. Committed by incels. Are because we talking like are, mass shootings? Are we talking about? Uh, it doesn't break it into each case because I don't think they want to promote. Right. The, What's, but, yeah. But. Holy moly. Yeah. You know what, though? You know, whenever you're saying this, I'm, I kid you not this. And I'm, I'm just flying off the cuff here. But um, I was listening to NPR. I want to say day before yesterday. Um and they were talking about this last, I guess, the, is it the, not the Uvalde, but the. Oh, uh, no, the guy in. Hyde Park. Hyde Park, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> they were saying that that they now have, or that they are now looking at um, some of the traits of these people that. that um, oh, sorry. Where they Hi- can start to. Ca- sorry. Highland Park. Highland Park. In Chicago. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I haven't. Sorry, I've been on the verge of the outsides of it, so I haven't really followed. Yeah, I haven't either. And like I said, this was just a, a an article that they were that I was listening to on NPR. Right. I think it was part of Morning Edition or something. But um, they were talking about the 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 characteristics of these people that they're able to now start to like um, target in on, and it was it was describing exactly this. Um, they're they're part of these online societies or these online groups and there's misogyny and there's there's a lot of hate speech and there's a lot of um rejection from people and and things and i was like wow so yeah whenever you're saying that it just suddenly like bells just went off in my head i was like oh wow i've just heard this like a couple of days ago so crazy wow yeah and i didn't come across it from the highland park shooting like this is just something I came across because it's, you know, so a simp would be a person who's like, you know, here's a thousand bucks, Anita, love you. Yeah. And they're like, oh God, she's dude, simp, like calm down. Yeah. Uh, an incel would be like, here's 500 bucks, Anita. Now, what are you going to give me? Or and then she's like, oh, thank you for the money. And they're like, okay, now send me the nudes. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what? And they're like, and then they immediately start and chat like, F you, you stupid B. I want my nudes now. I gave you the money. Yeah. You're just like every other woman. Like you just tease people. You're blah, blah, uh, blah. And yeah. that's that would be an insult, right? That switch so from. They, they go from fanboy, uber fanboy to, yeah. The to self-entitled prick. Yeah. 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 I can see it. That that's So that's the difference. And it's and it's often is that just that switch. Just that like Whenever that one thing doesn't happen, violence. Yeah. Hatred, anger, spewing. How did we get there? <laughs> like, how do we get that? How does that person get to that point? You know? Wow. Uh, it's ego. Yeah. Self entitlement. I mean, I don't. I don't know exactly, but wow. That's that's just that's wild. Is what that is. That's crazy. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know. Those, those are just some things that, that I came across and I'm like, what are these terms? What does this mean? And, uh, so now and do so you run goes, into that a lot? Like, on, is that a, uh, like, I know you were talking that you, I mean, you, I don't when, look at me. I'm no, not no, gonna, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying, I'm not saying you specifically, but I'm saying like, is this something that is, is prevalent in like Twitch or the streaming oh, yeah, world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you, especially, and there's people that play to it, like Amaranth. Is one. I don't know what that is. Is that a person? That's a streamer. Okay. It's a, it's a female. So she, she like specifically goes out and says, hey, the, or, or that, that's kind of her goal. No, her, stream, to her streams, like, you know, like, I've, I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but like hot tub streams. Nope. Like <laughs> she, she's one of the ones that kind of started that. Like basically she would get in a hot tub in a bikini and stream. Okay. And she is fairly well endowed. Okay, so she just, but she would just be a tease, effectively. Right. She goes on stream in a bikini because Twitch has guidelines. You can't show certain things on. Right. It violates their terms of service and their community guidelines, and but she would show as much as she could, but and still stay within the guidelines to be within and still yeah and remain within the guidelines to make money. Like that's uh, she okay. as much skin as she could show and bouncing and playful and you know even a couple of times oopsie yeah that slipped you know like so there's she's been banned not banned but been put on probation uh, type thing yeah her her account has been locked for like a week or two weeks or whatever because i've heard of facebook jail yeah she, she was put it's in twitch jail for like similar, 30 days or yeah, something <laughs> because you know a nipple popped out of her bikini or right. her bottom slid over a little too far and you could see everything yeah uh, and it's happened more than once. Right. So, she, you know, so and she, people know that she placates to this. And right. She, and she people knows. know that there's a chance that she might have a wardrobe malfunction, quote unquote. Right. And so, but that's her whole channel is look at me in a bikini. So, and then so she, she would gets, have those simps. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she would gets, have those. Yeah. Like Anita is a, a, a sort you know she's a fairly attractive girl i was gonna say but, i pulled up uh pulled her up just just as it, like just but, did a google search and she's yeah she's but she is like a typical streamer she right. plays video games like i'm not like the pictures that popped up of her are not provocative in any way they're no, just no. like she wears, her with a set of headphones on and she's yeah. like smiling at the camera that's yeah. the kind of thing she wears normal clothes yeah she and her camera is just a small little square in the corner of the screen right and it's all it's centered on her face i was gonna say that's and, what i'm seeing right here and it's she, that's her amaranth her stream is full screen just a camera on her and it's usually centered on her boobs <laughs> of like course. her boobs are usually in the middle of the frame yeah and so her head is sometimes like the top of her head isn't even visible yeah like you can just see her mouth and like but and there's other ones she's not the only one there's like pink sparkles and there's all these other people like Pink Sparkles was famous for going and playing League and trying to claim that she was a League of Legends streamer, but the aspect ratio was reversed. So, like, most people have League of Legends taken up, like, 90% of the screen yeah. and their camera taken up, like, 10% of yeah, the corner. Yeah, tiny little box. Yeah. Hers is her her boobs in a bikini top taking up 90% of the screen and the League of Legends window taking up, like, 10% in the corner. And there's like all, I mean, it's just, so those, I guarantee you they've made their affiliates and partners. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, they I make, they're going to say, say this is their job. This yeah. is their oh, full-time job. Yeah. hundred percent. This is their full-time job. And they make probably, 
I would, six figures, figures a month. I was going to say six figures a month. A month. A month. Oh my, we're in the wrong. I guess I'm built wrong because I was going to say we're in the wrong business. But I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. They make money. I mean, dadbods.com is what I'd have to be a part of. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Me too. I, and I don't want to make it sound too bad or anything because it's it's uh, you know there's a lot of people who are famous on Twitch yeah. that have nothing to do with that kind of right content, like. Uh, well, I mean, like you're saying, I, I, like you, I didn't know anything like, about this. And one, then, one of the biggest streamers out there is Ninja. And he's like a mid-20s guy who makes a million, a, a million dollars a month streaming. Or over a million. Right. And he's a mid-20s guy that like used to specialize on Fortnite. Okay. I don't know if that's still the game he's playing. But that when Fortnite was big, that was his game. And he was bringing in a million a month streaming okay yeah that's what i'm saying though and like i knew twitch was game things like it was it was a game stream well it's thing, it's evolving so. past that now like some of the biggest channels now are quote just chatting channels okay. and it's like what we do on film so should we set up for film and do this on twitch i mean you know it's it's a lot involved i mean we could try but it's it's we're talking big expense okay let's not do that then uh, yeah uh, not yet anyway right i mean if we start making money doing this maybe but it i don't know how we would start making money but anyway so i mean and, and i have no illusions that i'm ever going to be ninja level or um what is the guy's name? The other guy is really, really popular. He used to play for C9 professionally in, in CSGO, and all he does is stream now. But anyway, like those guys, right? I'll never be there, ever, ever. Um, but it's something I thought I might try to do for fun and to pick up a little bit of cash on the side. Maybe I'm thinking, I'm thinking like $30 a month. <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's like somewhere in that neighborhood is kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, and these guys are making like hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars a month. Yeah. That's crazy um, though. Yeah. That's, I mean, like I said, I, this is a community that I, I'm completely blind to. It's right. not, and it's, it, I'm, it's just that I've never really looked, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know w with what you were talking about earlier, um, there was, I guess another another genre of this that, of course, goes much further than Twitch would be like OnlyFans thing, because I know that one because <laughs> yep. someone charged a couple of like, I guess subscriptions. I don't. I guess that's how it works yeah, to to I, to our bank account, and I I like it popped up and I was like, what is this? And uh, like on my, you know, my um, statement. And I right. was like, I don't know what this is. So I called the bank and I was like, hey, there's a couple of charges here for like 30 bucks a, a, a piece. And I was like, I don't know. Then the, And the girl was like, do you know what this is? And I was like, I mean, I, I've heard of it, but I don't know right. necessarily. And she was like, oh yeah, this is, she goes, how do I say this? You know, cause she wasn't obviously sitting in the middle of the bank there. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah. I, people make big money evidently oh, from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Huge amounts of money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Twitch subscriptions are five dollars a month. Okay. And then the streamer gets roughly half of that, and Twitch keeps roughly half of that. Yeah. To pay for their ad coverage. Right. Um. So OnlyFans, it uh, the the celebrity sets their rates. I think. Yeah, so I it can be whatever. Adding, so yeah. 30 bucks a month, would whoever that was. And if you want to know, it's 
generally speaking, a woman who streams adult content. Yeah. And you have to pay a subscription fee for to see the content, and and you get to see the content. You can watch her do whatever she's doing. Typically, though, it's adult content. Yeah, uh, you know, X rated if you want to be explicit about it. <laughs> um, and that's what they do. Uh, but yeah, that's that's OnlyFans, and like Amaranth would be like the Skinamax version of OnlyFans. Okay, right? you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's the it's, it's the stuff that you could put on TV. Barely. Yes. Um, <laughs> Skinamax. It's been a long time since I've heard that. <laughs> but that's, yeah. So, that, but yeah, it's it's a weird community and there's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, yeah, wow. Patreon is another one like that. But Patreon is more um, like if I'm on Twitch or if I'm on YouTube and I do content for those. Yeah. Uh, but people want to support me because, you know, Twitch takes half. YouTube takes a lot. Right, like because YouTube now supports paid. Oh yeah, yeah. Memberships, yeah. they call them memberships. So a subscription on YouTube is just when you follow a channel and you get a notification every time they post new content. Uh, a subscription on Twitch is actually a five dollar a month fee that you subscribe. So Twit or YouTube calls their paid things memberships. Okay. Uh, but YouTube takes a cut of that, and then some goes to YouTube, some goes to the creator. Right. Uh, Patreon is set up in a way that almost all of the paid subscription fee goes to the content creator. Right. This is, didn't we talk about this a little bit whenever we were talking music? Um, because some of the artists are actually doing that to where they're getting a lot more of the cut of their of the th- yeah. the music that they're producing. Yeah, you can do Patreon or SoundCloud yeah. or yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it's it, a lot of content creators are using those platforms yeah, uh, because the platform doesn't take as much of a cut right. or very, very little or no cut depending right. on what platform you're going to. Uh, but anyway, so that's just another way that people can make money off the content they create. Dude, that's some uh, weird stuff. And like I say, I mean, the, the fact that, that you run across that kind of stuff in that community, in that setting, it's kind of an, I mean, it's kind of an abstract thing to me, but it's also, I mean, I can see where it would happen because of, you never know necessarily who is out there watching a stream. <laughs> right. Or who, you know, who, the, who really is the person behind the username. That's kind yeah. of a thing, you know, I guess. Internet grants anonymity. Yes, it does. Yes, it and does. And that's why, you know, they say that's, that's the cause of a lot of the hatred. I can see that. um, I mean, because there's no repercussions. I was going to say, if you're sitting straight across from someone face to face, you're not necessarily going to say the same things that you would through a, uh, you know, chat box or whatever. I got to get this out because with incels, back to incels real quick. Okay. So there is a famous incel who is also a prominent white supremacist. (laughs) His name is Nick Fuentes. I've heard that name. Yeah. He's a very, he's very well known. Uh, he's a white supremacist. He has, what is it called? He has a podcast called America First. Right. Um, and he was a, he used to be a YouTuber, but he got banned for hate speech. Um, but he's also an incel. And let me, let me give you some incel logic here. Okay. From, yeah, from an incel, guy. from an incel himself. Think about it this way. This is a quote, um, from Nick Fuentes. Think about it this way. What's gayer than being like, I need cuddles. I need kisses. I need to spend time with a woman. 
That's very sus. I need to spend time with a woman. That's a little sus. That's him saying that a man wanting to spend time with a woman is gay. He goes on to, uh, I don't, I don't, it's not an exact quote. Um, but, uh, he says later on in the same kind of rant that gay people date girls all the time. Gay men date girls all the time. They all come out and say that they've had more girlfriends than Nick Fuentes. They've had sex with more girls than Nick Fuentes. And that in fact is what makes him more heterosexual is because he's never had sex with a woman. He's never had sex. So the only way to truly be heterosexual is to not have sex because having sex is gay. So the fact that the fact that he is an incel makes him the straightest man possible. This guy's crazy. I'm just saying (laughs) this guy's crazy. So I was just looking here. um, That's his logic though. Yeah. So it said here that his he was a former YouTuber and his channel yep. was permanently suspended in February 2020 for violating YouTube's hate speech policy. Yep. Man, he's yeah, he's out there. Yep. Out there. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's where <laughs> incels get you, you know. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, this leads right into something that I that happened Wednesday. Oh, that yeah. was kind of a crazy thing of you know crazy people doing crazy things okay so we've talked about um this and you're getting ready to go to georgia right um so um the guidestones you recall yeah yeah we talked, we talked about, about that georgia. on our uh, weird weird places to visit or something i think yeah well or, or nearby attractions nearby something like yeah, that something like that strange yeah. places uh, so um if you were planning a trip mark that one off it's oh, no yeah. longer there so oh, on Wednesday no. morning, f- about 4 a.m., um, the so-called Stonehenge of the United States, uh, the Georgia Guidestones, were um, destroyed, were blown up by someone. We don't know who. They don't oh, know who gosh. yet. So um, the Georgia Federal Bureau, in- the Federal Bureau of Investigations field office in Georgia is currently investigating um an explosion that took place about 4 a.m. on Wednesday uh, morning, um, and it destroyed one of the guidestones completely and part of the capstone. Um, for safety purposes, they went ahead and dis- disassembled the rest of the monument later that day. And um, so we don't know necessarily who did it. They don't. They have no clue. They did see in um, because they have cameras on. The, the guidestones, um, surveillance cameras or whatever, you know, the um, security cameras. Right. Um, they did see a, a vehicle leaving the site just moments after the explosion. Um, but, yeah, our lovely guidestones are now completely gone. And there's a few theories that are already kind of circulating. And there's been some some um, talk on about, you know, by pol- uh, political uh, activists and um, some people in the on the right about this no, not sa- the right wing people. The, the, they would the, never do anything like that. This satanic, you know, thing that, that that they're saying that this was an act of God, that you know that they this was destroyed. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah, it was an act of God and a stick of dynamite. And a stick of dynamite, pretty much. Yeah. Um, These are probably the same people that said God punished Haiti with an earthquake a while back. Probably so. Probably so. Um, One of our loveliest people, um, our political people, um, you've heard of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, you mean Klan mom? Yeah. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor (laughs) Greene, who has spread and supported unfounded conspiracy theories, specifically told by Alex Jones. Um, in an interview Wednesday, uh, that the monument represented a future of, quote, population control as envisioned by the, quote, hard left. Um, there is a war of good and evil going on. She How does says. she know? She can't remember anything. <sighs> like, did you see your testimony at the January 6th committee? I don't recall. I don't remember. I don't recall. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't recall. I can't recall. I don't remember saying that. So, okay, so anyway, there is a war of good and evil going on, and people are done with globalism, she said, adding that she was uh, that she would wait for the results of the investigation, but she thinks that this was a act, an act of God that took these out, this out. Give me a so, break. Yeah, kind of makes me sad because, I mean, like I said, you're going to Georgia, and I would I would have loved to have gone and seen it. Um, right on. But, yeah, this is crazy. Some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Okay, let's talk about crazy. You want to talk crazy? Let's talk crazy. Okay. Let's talk crazy. So we love our little conspiracy stuff every once in a while. Not hardcore. I'm not QAnon. I don't. But just (laughs) for funsies, I like some of these things. And I I ran across a couple that just kept popping up on me. And I was like, what is this? And I finally clicked it. And (laughs) here's a couple of Mandela effect things. And let me tell you, I would have bet everything i had on both of these saying that this is this is the way it is yeah yeah i I totally remember that happening i 100 percent remember that happening okay and turns out i'm dead wrong so let me start you let me start what are you (laughs) well according to factual evidence that you can find now i am yes so i'm just going to start with asking you a question okay Back in the 80s and 90s, okay, there used to be TV ads all the time Yeah, where a certain person could possibly come to your house with a great big check uh-huh. and give you money because you won the something something giveaway. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you have any vague idea? I can't make it any more vague. The if Publishers I, Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. Yes. And who was the person and that would bring Ed you the McMahon. check? You are wrong, sir. No. Yes. I am not wrong. You are wrong. Really? I was right there with you, man. I would have bet everything okay, so I had. How come how how do we know this is factual? Because I remember him with the balloons. I remember mm-hmm. the big giant check. I yep. remember the confetti. Yep. I remember the people opening the door and the, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it was Ed McMahon. Yep. You're wrong. So who was it? I have no idea. Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. He was, however, a spokesperson for American Family Publishers. In old television commercials for American Family Publishers, the word publishers appeared much smaller than American Family, and perhaps because the company knew that so many American households confused the two brands, they believed that McMahon worked for Publishers Publishers Clearinghouse. No. No. Directly directly from Snopes.com. This is no. No. I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's links right here to the Publishers Clearinghouse commercials. <sighs> but it, and it literally look, had him talking on the commercials. But if you look at the commercials now, he's never in a commercial. He never does a voiceover. He's never in any of that. No, sir. But I distinctly remember it just like you do. He did do commercial So when did ads. this pop up? How long have you... Uh, let me ask you a question now. Mm-hmm. When did you find this Mandela effect? Uh, just recently. Because like I was looking, how, I was how looking at it. How one. long ago was just recently? Like within the last couple of days? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, but it... So I was... This other one kept popping up. Okay. And I was like, oh yeah, I totally remember that. And I got to look in. And then because I was looking for that one, I found this one. <laughs> but... But no, I mean, they have, like, you can I'm go. I'm a complete victim of that one. You can go on YouTube and look at the commercials. Like, look from, like, 1990, early 90s. There are Publisher Clearinghouse commercials that had the Prize Patrol. Ed McMahon is never in them. But if you go look up commercials for American Family Publishers, you will see Ed McMahon. <laughs> but they're not the same. But I would have, I was right there with you, dude. I would have bet everything I had. <laughs> yeah, I'd have lost Ed the house McMahon, right there. <laughs> that Ed McMahon would bring you a big fat check, a, a giant oversized cartoon large check. Yeah. And I would have been wrong because he, no, he didn't do that. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm telling you, like, right? That's crazy. This is crazy. That this one, is nuts. That one, that one. Because the other one we talked about was the Berenstain, Berenstain, Berenstain. But, you know, I saw something, too, um, because I was looking through various, you know, crazy stuff like that the other day. And um, there was a picture of a Berenstain bear, and it said Berenstain bears. And then down below, because it was the dad, it was the papa. Right. It said Papa Berenstain, S-T-E-I-N. So you had both on the same label. I mean, I don't, I'm just saying, but like (laughs) the Ed McMahon thing completely, like I, I am a hundred percent confident that I remember seeing commercials with him with a big check. As a matter of fact, I know exactly where I was at whenever I'd see that stuff because I, we always stayed with my great aunt and she watched like her soap operas, you know, and she, and and they would always have those kind of commercials during those, you know, like wheel of fortune and not wheel of fortune, but, um, um, the price is right. That was her, you know, she watched it Uh every day and then went right into her stories in the afternoon Uh and that (laughs) Those commercials were right there. I tell you, I, I'm right there with you, man. I would have bet it. I would have bet everything I had. Yeah, Ed McMahon, of course. Yeah. Nope. So here's another one that I came across. Right, this is the one that actually kept popping up on me, and I'm like, I had to click it eventually. And I, I can't, I can't ask you about this one like I did the that one. Like I just kind of have to tell you what this one is, and it kind of ruins it. That's a theory too, that by me telling you. That yeah. it supplants the memory in your head. But see, the way I did that one, there, I didn't mention anything no. about who, the company, the the celebrity, and you knew exactly what I was talking about. I knew exactly who you were talking about this one, exactly I, what it was. This yes. one, I can't do that. I have to basically just tell you. I will tell you my memory, okay? Okay. I remember back in the day, late at night on ABC television. Okay. They would have, I can't remember the name of the segment, 
but they would have a segment where Michael Eisner would come on from Disney, the the CEO of Disney at the time. Uh-huh. And he would do a little introductory speech, and then they would show a classic Disney film um, on ABC. Yeah, that And they would was, do this like once a week or something. I don't, I don't remember, but... Uh, the Magical World of Disney? Maybe, yeah. I think it's what that's called, or yeah. the... Yeah, I think it's called The Magical World of Disney. Right. Maybe. Yeah. It was something like that. But yeah. it was always hosted by Michael Eisner. Yep. And he would come out and do like a little 30-second... Walt, Walt actually started that. Yeah. But I... I Well, Walt died before I could remember. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying that. But I remember yeah. Michael Eisner coming out and introducing this. And then and then after he would do his introduction, but before the film would play... Yep. Okay, you with me? Mm-hmm. You would get this role that they would do. In between Eisner before the movie. Like there was this little like cinematic a, role yes. that they would play. And it would have Tinkerbell and and she would, what did she do? She would fly up around the castle and then she would with her magic wand and it would glitter and then it would go into whatever was going but, on. Okay, so what specific is that all you remember? That's kind of what I remember. So I remember and I do remember this. I swear I remember this. She would fly up around the castle and do like this and write Disney. Oh, see, I don't remember her writing Disney. See, I do, and that's the that's the Mandela. Ah, <clears throat> I remember her writing Disney and then flying around and back up around and ding and dotting the eye, and when she would ding and dot the eye, that's when it would like do the sparkle. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay, so you're so this is one where we're on the split realities like okay. i'm from the other reality and you're from <laughs> the correct one apparently because i remember her like coming out and like waving her wand yeah. because later on people started doing that in my mind mimicking tinkerbell, tinkerbell. because she used to do it on the one world of disney or whatever it was called yeah because like if you go look at the shorts on the disney channel before you know before the streaming service like they had the disney channel like if you watch the Hannah Montana and Raven and all, like they would do spots, and then at the end of it, they would all like wave their hand around, and it would write out Disney. Huh. And I, in my mind, that's because that's what Tinkerbell used to do on the, the old day. on the old wonderful, magical world yeah, of Disney yeah. or whatever. Wonderful it was world of Disney or magical, <clears throat> wonderful world of Disney. Whatever yeah. uh, I don't remember, but it was on ABC, yeah. and they would do that, and she would come out and write Disney with her wand, and then fly down around the bottom of the screen and come back around to the top of the castle. And dot the eye, and that's when you would get the big sparkles in the fireworks. Right. And apparently, what you remember is correct. She never rode out Disney. No. She would just fly around the screen and then sparkles. See, I, yeah, I remember she would she would fly from the castle, kind of fly around, and then whenever she would do the, the, the wand thing and it would do the sparkles, that's when it would just change from one to the other. I don't remember her dotting the eye. It would just That, that flick of the, the wand would go from that little segment into whatever it was. Right. That's and, what and I remember it. the transition the same, like she would do, but when, and with the way I remember it is she would dot the eye. She would write Disney and then fly around the right hand side of the screen down to the bottom, back around up the left side of the screen, all the way back up to the top middle, right above the castle and then dot the eye over Disney. And that's what would set off the, the, the scene transition to go into the movie. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the way I remember it apparently I'm wrong. And again, I would have bet because in, like I said, in my mind, that's why like on Raven and Hannah Montana and all those other shows later, they did those. They things. wrote out Disney with the wand. Yeah. I mean, and, that makes sense, but no, I'm wrong. Like 
Tinkerbell never wrote out the word Disney and dotted the I. Like it never happened. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's insane because I remember it. Just like I remember Ed McMahon bringing people comically oversized checks. Like I remember that. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, those two, like, okay, so the, the Tinkerbell one, that one to me is, is a little more vague, I guess, because I don't recall that. But, but yeah, the, the Publisher's Clearinghouse one, spot on. It was Ed McMahon with the big giant checks and the, I mean, I, that was, yeah. Yep. It's the way it was. Nope. You're wrong, Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the way it is. <laughs> oh... So what's causing this? What is causing this Mandela effect thing? It splits in reality. It has to be. It's, it's, I'm telling you it has to be. I am not a conspiracy theory we're, guy. We're from alternately I'm merged timelines. I'm telling timelines. you that's exactly what it has to be. It's, it's, that's what it is. I'm from one timeline and you're from another one. And our universes were merged at some point by somebody changing something. Yep. And I have distinct memories from my childhood that apparently are wrong now. <laughs> and I have distinct memories from mine that are wrong now as well right. <laughs> or right or wrong right that match i should say not right or wrong that match yeah well but so <laughs> and that's the thing too like we both remember mcmahon because maybe that we're from that dimension but then at some point we merged in the time in the timeline splits yeah and you went to the one where tinkerbell doesn't write out disney and i went to the one where tinkerbell does write out disney and then since then those timelines have remerged again because that's the thing. Every choice branches a new universe if you're in that theory of multiverse. So anyway, it was just crazy bananas to me because I'm like, I know, I know I am right. I know I'm right. <laughs> it is. It's insane how how instilled and how like how much of a part of you that it is. Right. Oh my gosh. So like I said, I am not a conspiracy theory guy whatsoever, <laughs> but I'm telling you there's something that has happened. Something has changed and it's brought us it to where we are now. And there, there's only one thing I can think that it possibly could be. And you know what that is, right? No. Oh, come on. They fired it up like two or three days ago. I, no, seriously. I don't know. You really have no clue. I no. think it's the whole Arch Hadron Collider. I still oh, don't think it is. Come on. <laughs> Dude, tell me something that's different. I I mean tell me tell me what else it could be. I don't know. I don't understand. All, all this craziness started right around 2009 whenever they fired that thing up for the first time. How do we know that though? Because <laughs> all of those memories prior to that are where you get Mandela effect. And now that they've fired it up again, we're getting more. They've ran it. What, this is the fourth time. I'm telling you, dude, they're doing something over there. <laughs> I, I, you could be right. I don't know. Should we start worrying about the upside down? I, I don't know. Consp okay, so conspiracy theorists think that the Large Hadron Collider transferred us into a parallel universe yesterday. This was written July 6, 2022 at 8 a.m. I'm telling you, there people are thinking this. <laughs> Well, yeah, but people also think lots of crazy ass things that aren't even close to true. Okay, so let's get down here to the part of it where it really does get to the meat and the uh, meat of the meat and the potatoes of this. 
Um, okay. So it says here, um, this is um, who has felt like a big shift is coming for a while now. One verified astrologer wrote on Twitter in an example typical to the, of the conspiracy theories. Now on July 5th, we are quite literally going to be switching timelines. When CERN is going to turn on the machine again, it's going to open a portal through to um, an unknown that is coming in. Keep your positive vibes and energy up. And then it says, uh, as funny as it is to imagine that you're going to be avoiding avoid being dragged into a parallel dimension created by the machine thing, um, let's take this conspiracy theory seriously for a short moment. This comes from CERN. Being generous, you could guess that the alternate dimension theories are based on the idea that the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, could, in theory, detect evidence for extra dimensions. This, Like I said, this is coming straight from them. Um, how could we test for extra dimensions? One option would be to find evidence of particles that can exist only if extra dimensions are real. This um, is explained, and they go in depth to explain this on their website, like CERN's website. Well, um, but theories, that's what they they study theoretical physics. Exactly, so I mean, exactly. Theories that suggest extra dimension uh, extra dimension predict that in the same way that atoms have a low energy ground state and excited high energy states, there would also be heavier versions of standard particles in other dimensions. These heavier versions of particles called Kaluza Klein states would have exactly the same properties as standard particles and so be visible to our detectors, but with a greater mass. So basically they're saying if this is even a something that's even possible out there, there is a way of detecting it. Ah, yeah, my eyes just crossed. You saw that. Well, yeah, but I mean, again, it's <laughs> theoretical, and that's what they specialize in is theory. Yes. Like, so, I mean, I'm sure they have theories about all kinds of things, but yeah. there's a difference between a theory and a, and a scientific and fact. And, a, you know, I'm just going to say that a lot of things that are now scientific fact were theories at one time as well. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I can't say that I discount what, I mean, if this is what the CERN scientists think, I am in by all me. I am in no position to contradict what they say. I, I, but so something that did that was really cool that happened whenever they fired it up. They did immediately find three new particles. Oh, yeah, were they those Kaluza Frankenstein particles or whatever you um, said? No, uh, they 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 are uh, new kinds of pentaquark. The first ever paired and the first ever pair of tetraquarks which are the things that make up like the the right. most fundamental parts of now our, see that's where i get is it a quark or a plank uh quarks quark because pentacle all right maybe a plank is a unit of distance yeah i can't remember hold on but yeah so they did immediately find uh, was able to observe those which is kind of cool even if we are ripping you know holes in the space-time continuum at least we're getting to see some cool stuff <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, maybe you're right. Maybe the Hadron Collider is splitting universes or merging them or something. I don't know. I did think that there was one really cool thing, too. And they were talking about because they were saying, well, it, it, the initial startup of, of the uh, LHC was, are we going to be ripping a hole in something and suddenly a black hole is going to open up and blah, 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 blah. We're just going to suck right. us all in. Right. And they said that, you know what? We possibly could be creating black holes. But they are so subatomic, so small, that they are the equivalent of a mosquito flapping its wing. That's how small it would be. How do they know that, though? Again, I mean, it's again, theory. Uh, that's, it's no, all no, no, theory. No, they're saying that if, if that's happening, 
inside that collider. It's something that they could measure and something that they could see. That it's so sub subatomic, a uh, subatomic, that it's insignificant. But again, that's just like it's like it's like holes in a dam. Each one is no no big deal, but when you get enough of them, shit starts flowing through. <laughs> I guess. I... Oh. Again, I'm I'm not going to be a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not going to say that this stuff is true or, or real or anything. But I think it's a, a, a an an interesting exercise into craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they were testing the the collider again. Yeah, yeah. They fired it up on the fifth, so just a few days. How long ago. How long has it been since before that? Um, I don't know. It was like 2008 or something. 2009 is the initial. They've this is 2009 the, uh, was this the is the, either the third or the fourth time that they fired it. Oh, okay. Um, let's see the third run. So they, they um, and it's been let's see, July 5th at 4:47 p.m. Their time was when they started up. Oh, and something too. Um, it's 13.6 TeV, which is tetra something volts it's the largest amount of energy that it's yeah. ever used or oh, ever okay. created so that's another thing that they the a trillion electro electron volts is what trillion 13.6 trillion electron volts um so that's another thing but now yeah i don't it doesn't say here when they um when they did before but it was a like i said this is their third run of the lhc so yeah, interesting. It's been under. Um, uh, they they've been doing a lot of upgrades and things to it as well over the last few months or something like that. But hmm. crazy stuff, dude. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy conspiracy theorist, but man, that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I don't get hardcore into the theory into this, but like I run across stuff like that that just intrigues me because I'm too. like, <laughs> I'm like I know. <laughs> I know, I know what I know. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I know what I remember and how can I remember some I mean, I know that the human memory is like proven to be completely flawed. Unreliable. Completely flawed. Right. But how do I remember that if it wasn't true? Like that's yeah. what bugs me is like how do I remember something being and, you on know, TV? I think I heard sometimes someone say too that the human memory is not actually memory. You are create recreating well, events. Yeah. So every time you recall something, it's changed. You change it. Yes. Yeah. So the number of times, but I mean, I, it's not like I sit here and daydream about Ed McMahon and I publish like four times a week. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, how do I, how do I distinctly remember something that apparently never happened? Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, there's something that's, that's, that's something is off kilter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah for sure like i just i don't understand like oh like i get i get i get the memory being flawed i just don't understand how i remember that if it never happened like that's what bugs me yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it something about a wobble shaft at some point yeah, my oh, wobble yeah. shaft seems like it's a little off kilter right now <laughs> yeah yeah okay so dude this was fun yeah, this it was crazy yeah. but it was fun yeah <laughs> it's been good so if you guys want to find us you can do so we are on www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash two minds podcast yeah we are and just if you're not aware facebook is changing their groups pages uh and i've 
looked into that and apparently basically they're just trying to copy the look the the look and feel of discord yeah. on the group pages so if you're familiar with discord you're going to like it if you hate discord you're probably going to hate the new facebook groups but there's nothing we can do about that facebook right. makes those decisions not us and they did say um the thing that I, the, the big takeaway that i saw from it was that you are now able to um view groups and i think i think you can even like groups without necessarily an invite um so that way but well, I, mean, I don't ours think is, you can, ours is public anyways so. yeah but i don't think you can post yeah ours you can Ours you can? Yeah, it depends on how the person set it how up. How it's set up? Yeah. Okay. Ours is set up as a publicly open group. Anybody can come in and join cool. post. Awesome. Uh, I mean, you have to be a member to post. So, like, you, you can't come in without... You can't post without joining. Right. But it's publicly open, so all you have to do is join the group, and then you can make a post if you want to. Cool. Um, but, yeah, and, and they're changing the everything to purple. Oh. Because Discord's purple. Oh, okay. Yeah. Figured so that not, would be like a meta thing. Because well, I know no, meta is well, kind of a purplish thing, isn't it? Their but, little symbol. But I like it's it's what Facebook does. Yeah. Like they couldn't buy Snapchat, so they bought Instagram and then copied Snapchat. Yeah. They couldn't buy uh there was an encrypted messaging service they tried to buy, they couldn't, so they bought WhatsApp and turned it into the other one. Yeah. Like now Discord is starting to become the new social platform because people want control over the stuff they don't want. So they're going to copy Discord. They don't want algorithms determining everything for them. They want to be able to make the decisions themselves. So now they're copying the look and feel of Discord, but yeah. still trying to maintain the control, which they don't understand. Like the people that use Discord are never going to come to Facebook. Right. There's a reason they use Discord. Yeah. It's not because it's bl purple instead of blue. That's not the reason. Yeah, like making your website purple is, and changing the layout of the page is not going to bring Discord users over, guys. Sorry, it's just yeah. not. That's not why they're on Discord. They're not. Uh, they're not on Discord. Go, oh, this one's purple. I'm using it. It's not the reason, fellas. It's not aesthetic. Yeah, no. It's it's the fact that you're evil. That's that's the reason. Uh, anyway, uh, if you don't if you don't like Facebook, you don't have an account, and you don't want any part of their world, uh, you can directly communicate to us uh, via email. Our email address is two minds podcast at gmail.com. Um, and that's the, the word to spelled out T W O two minds podcast at gmail.com. Yep. You can shoot us a tweet at two minds podcast. And then anytime we say two minds, it's spelled out T W O. Right. I don't think anything that we have is ever actually just the letter or the number. Um, no, two, so yeah, it's all spelled T W O minds podcast. And then, of course, we have our host site, twominds.podbean.com, or you can get us on any of those mirror sites where you get your podcasts, Spotify right. and um, Apple, iTunes, I think, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. yep. you can get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on uh, Google Podcasts. Any, any, po any podcast app that you use, you can find us. Yep, either uh, Two Minds Podcast or Jason Claywell or Jeremy Ham. Put yep. those in quotes, though, because that'll get you to us quicker. Yep, yep. And uh, our RSS feed, if if you want to, if you're having trouble finding a search in us by name in your podcast app, you can join directly by RSS feed, and that's on twominds.podbean.com. There's a link directly to the RSS feed, yep. so you can just follow that, and you'll automatically be updated with all of our content in the app of your choosing. Very cool. Yeah. And that's how you get a hold of us. Shoot yep. us some, some info. Yeah. Give us some things to look up. If you know of a Mandela effect out there that we haven't talked about and that you're like, you know, I know it's this way. Let us know. I love these things. Absolutely love yeah, these things. They boggle my mind. They, they, they truly, I don't understand how you can distinctly remember something <laughs> that's that just never happened. 
<laughs> it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I love it. It 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 it, it frustrates me to my core and makes yeah. me smile bigger yeah. than anything. <laughs> yeah. I, it it really yeah, it's intriguing for sure. <laughs> so, your trip, dude. 